Welcome to TikToking. I'm your host, Kevin Hughes, and today I have a very musical guest, a very joyful guest, a very fun guest, and an all-around great guy. He goes by the name of Philip Bowen. Philip plays violin, he sings, and he's doing some great things with his music career, and you guys are going to love this episode. Great guy and very talented. If you haven't seen any of his stuff, definitely go check him out on TikTok, YouTube. He's freaking amazing, guys. So without further ado, here's Philip Bowen. This week on TikToking with me, Kevin Hughes. Enjoy. TikToking, TikToking. Where creators come to play. TikToking, a TikToking. Find out what they have to say. TikToking, a TikToking. Fascinating interview. TikToking, a TikToking, TikToking with Kevin Hughes. Hey guys, it's Kevin Hughes from TikToking. And before we get to the show, I just wanted to tell you about my live show at the Oriental Theater in Denver, Colorado, July 7th. I'm going to have special guests, Rise Hendricks, Christian McCartney, and Jeremy and Carrie Muner. And we're going to do some live podcasting live music, and live stand-up comedy. You guys won't want to miss this. It's going to be so fun, so funny. I mean, come on, Rise Hendricks? You know that means weird bars, right? What more do I have to say about that? Tickets starting at only 25 bucks, and you can buy them now at theorientaltheater.com. Remember, guys, July 7th, the Oriental Theater in Denver, Colorado. So buy your tickets now, theorientaltheater.com, and come join us for some fun and laughs. What more can I say? Be there, guys. All right, let's get back to the show. Welcome to TikToking. I'm your host, Kevin Hughes, and today my guest is Philip Bowen. How are you, sir? Hello, hello. Doing well. Doing well, man. Good to, good to be here. Yeah, I'm so happy you came on. And So where are you from, man? Uh, so I am from, um, as you can see with the big flags behind me, I'm from West Virginia originally, so... I grew up in the Mountain State uh, in West Virginia, and then like the last maybe five or six years, I've been in the Detroit area in Michigan. So I kind of got here through like a, a work thing several years ago, and so yeah, I'm kind of like a West Virginia expat living in Michigan right now. West Virginia, yeah. okay. And what age did you start playing music? So I've been playing, I've been playing the violin since I was four, like the violin slash fiddle. So I've been at that a long time, and then. Uh, picked up the guitar in college, you know, a bunch of my friends played guitar and I wanted to kind of write songs like they were doing and be able to, you know, play and sing at the same time and stuff like that. So I've been the, the guitar and the songwriting stuff since then and the fiddle since I was like four years old. Yeah. I was super impressed by your violin <laughs> skills, you. man. Like I, I think you were very good. Well, thank you. And then I started, yeah. And then I started digging in a little bit deeper and man, you have a voice on you too. I appreciate that, man. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah. So when you first started like playing violin, did you start playing like or did you start singing as well? And then you got into guitar and then kind of just put it all together? Yeah. I mean, I've always I've always liked to sing because, you know, I grew up in a very musical household and, you know, like a lot of people, especially in the area of the country that I'm from, I grew up like singing in church and like my dad did a lot of music at the church we grew up in. And so like, you know, it's just kind of a part of even outside of that, like music is a big part of, part of culture in Appalachia just in general. And so I f at least it felt like music's just kind of all around. So I've always enjoyed the singing stuff. And then, uh, you know, maybe when I was in college, I started getting introduced to people that were like writing a lot. And I was like, oh, that is cool. I want to do that. Like, I want to do that and tell a story through music. So I don't know. I think the first, like a lot of people, the first song I tried to write, I was trying to impress a girl, you know, so mm -hmm. <laughs> that's that was like my first motivation when I started writing songs. <laughs> yeah so four years old i mean what really made you want to pick up a violin were your parents the ones that kind of introduced you to it kind of but like it was it was i was watching sesame street you know as you do when you're four years old and there was a violinist on there and this this guy's name is itzhak perlman he's like a you know world famous violinist and I just like started bugging my mom, like, oh, I want to play the violin. I want to do that. I want to do that. I want to do that. And so we had a small little community college in the town I grew up in, and they had a music department. And so, um, you know, my mom was like, hey, well, you know, my son wants to learn violin. Would you teach him? 
And the guy was an oboe player. His name is Dr. Meyer. And he's like, sure, I can teach him. So that's how I started out. I just kind of wore my mom down and I started taking violin. My sister played piano. She's older than me. And then I wanted to do violin. So that's kind of how I got started. Thanks to, uh, yeah, Sesame Street. Oh, okay. That's cool, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So when I was in fifth grade, I played the cello. Nice. <laughs> and I really wish that I would have gotten into strings a lot earlier. Yeah. Like I, I play guitar, uh, not very well, but I play. <laughs> and uh, I make noise, I like yeah. to say. And uh, I don't know, something about cello just, I liked it, but. I, you know, once I got into middle school, it wasn't the cool yeah, instrument. Yeah, totally get so, that. Yeah, so I really wasn't about to continue on, but now I wish I would have, or at least gotten into, like, mm-hmm. the violin, because I love the violin, man. Like, some of my favorite foreign bands are all strings. And yeah. Like, um, Apocalyptica, I don't know if yeah. you've ever heard of them. Yeah, I've heard them, for sure. Yeah, I absolutely love them. Absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. And so, and that's the kind of vibe that I got listening to you play because you'll play along with a lot of different pre-existing yeah. songs, and you just mesh in with it so well, and it's just so cool, man. Well, you know, I really think it's awesome. It's kind of like what like what you were talking about. Like one of the reasons I do that is too is because I think sometimes like you know I went through that 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 middle school age too, you know, and violin's not the cool thing for a while, and it's like kind of nerdy, and like you know you go into orchestra practice and stuff like that, but then like. Um, you know, I had some people like I was fortunate enough to show me like that it could be for more than just not that there's, not that there's anything wrong with classical music, but that it could be for more than just that. You know, you can yeah, you could totally improvise and you can play over whatever. And kind of how I got good at the by ear stuff is I used to sit in my room like when I was a kid with my iPod and I put it on shuffle or whatever, and I would just go from song to song to song and see how long it took me to kind of play exactly what I was hearing, and then I would skip to the next song, skip to the next song. And so, like, I really enjoy playing with, like, everything from, you know, hip-hop, whatever, rock, doesn't matter. I I just was like, oh, this is cool. I can make it work. So I I kind of, like, grew into that from, like, that age that you're talking about where you're like, oh, like, how do I make this? (laughs) Like, how do I make this cooler? I don't know. Like, you know, so that's, that's kind of how I got started doing that kind of stuff. May I ask how old you are now? No, yeah, it's fine. Um, I'm 84, so I'm not, I'm not 84 years old. I was born in 84. <laughs> I'm, so I'm 37. <laughs> okay, so we're the same age. Yeah. I was born in 84 as well. Yeah. How old were you when you started performing in front of people? Oh, man. I mean, the violin, I've been performing that in front of people my whole life. I used to go to wow. this like festival in West Virginia called the Vandalia Gathering, and it was a big like kind of folk Americana bluegrassy festival, so you know... There's little groups all around playing, and you kind of get used to being up in front of people and playing. And like I said, I used to play in church, so that kind of was good for helping me get used to being in front of people and on a stage in front of a microphone and stuff like that. Um, you know, and then like mm-hmm. like a lot of people, like I had I did the whole college band thing, and that was really fun. And I had like a mu- I didn't major in music in college, but I I uh, minored in it and had like a music scholarship that paid for about like half of my college. So like all through college, I was doing like orchestra work, session work, chamber music and stuff like that to kind of like pay for, you know, so instead of like working whatever job on campus, I was just music paid for like half of everything. So I just kind of did that all through college and stuff like that. So it's kind of always been a part of just my life in general. And what's the largest uh, crowd that you've ever played in front of? I don't know. In person, like I've played for several thousand people a few times. And on the internet, the biggest live show I ever had, it was like a Reddit live show. And in, I think it was an hour and a half long show. And I had a total of 900,000 viewers during that hour and a half, like almost a million. Holy cow. Yeah. And that's, that's impressive. That's how it all started blowing up. It was like that. Anyways, we can talk about all that. But like when I started like doing some stuff online and I was like, oh my goodness, like that's when it just like. It just went like nuclear. It was so so crazy, so fast, you know? But that's kind of how I got into that. And that's kind of where I was going mm-hmm. to next is when did you kind of start the social media part of your music? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Uh, I, I, I don't know if you're married or if you have kids or anything. But, um, you know, yeah. I'm, I've been – I'm married. I've got three young kids. So, you know, and this is all wonderful stuff. Like, I love it. But so I, I, I guess kind of around that time that I was getting married, I was like, okay, like, you know – all that practical side of life. You know, I had some friends that were doing music for a living and they were just like doing the starving artist thing and it's hard and they were getting burned out really fast. And I was just terrified of that. I was worried I would, it, I would make me hate music. And so 
you know, I did a, I went, I went, I like went and got my MBA right after college and I did like marketing. I, I work in marketing and business and, you know, had the kids and everything and, and we're all doing great. And in like 2019, the summer of 2019, I went to this music conference in Nashville with a friend. And the whole time I was there, I was like, man, like, uh, this is what I meant to do. Like, I should have never stopped doing music. Like, like, you know, I was still playing at weddings and, you know, for fun and stuff like that, but not seriously. And so, um, I made a commitment going into 2020 that I was going to do something for music every single day, even if it was something small. And I would just see what happened over the course of 2020. And, um, it definitely changed my life. I mean, I have it written on a card here on my desk. It says like create every day, even if it's something small. And I like, and then of course COVID happened and I was like, Oh shoot. Like, like, what am I going to do? Like, I don't know. So, you know, the, the short answer is like, I saw that Reddit had launched a new streaming service. And so one day I was having a terrible day at work. I was working at home, working from home. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to burn off some steam and play some music. And it just went crazy. It went crazy. And then the next day it went even bigger and bigger. And so I had to get my stuff together really quick. People were like, Oh, where do we find you? Like, do you have like, are you on Spotify? Are you this and this? And, and then it like really encouraged me to kind of keep going, you know? So it kind of stemmed from that decision. And then like, I know obviously, obviously COVID was a terrible thing and is a terrible thing for a lot of reasons, but for the music stuff for me, like my journey over the last maybe three years has been like life changing for me, like to where like it's like oh man this is like actually possible to just do music and write music and blah blah blah. So, anyways that 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 was what like spurred it on, and then like when I started in 2020, it just went like, it's been like incremental growth like since then with a few big spurts here and there you know to make it kind of blast off. Yeah, that's incredible, and and I'll be honest, I think you know I agree. You know, COVID was horrible it was a bad situation and everybody was being locked up but when it comes to the social media side like tiktok yep i mean i think tiktok it is what it is today because of the pandemic i mean most people that i know including myself got on tiktok in 2020 because we're all sitting at home bored you know there's only so much facebook you can look at you know totally and so that's crazy to me that you actually started on just in social media in general playing music in 2020 like i would have thought that you would have started way back when on facebook or even further back on myspace but it sounds like uh, tiktok and this reddit app was pretty much where you got started i mean i mean i had like i have a like if you go on my youtube still to this day i've I've got some older videos from like 07 and 08 and i think the first thing i ever that, that went viral is I like moved in my, into my first apartment and I didn't have any, I was, you know, I didn't have any furniture or anything. And so I used to have some friends come over and jam with me. And me and a buddy of mine, we, we did like this version of Canon and D, but I was just like shredding on the fiddle and he was playing really fast. And it got a few hundred thousand views on YouTube, which for like, when, at like that time, 2007, that was like the thing. YouTube was like the thing. And then like, that was it. Like I, mm-hmm. I then I wasn't really like posting music or anything. And um, yeah, like, like I, yeah, I mean, I, like, I, I mean, let's, I'm trying to get, like, give a good example of, like, even, like, from, like, right now to, like, last fall, like, before the holidays, like, I barely had, I, I don't think I had 8,000 followers on Instagram in total. And that was, like, two years into really grinding for every follower, every, you know, performing like crazy. Um, TikTok, I was kind of getting some momentum. I had just hit 20,000. I remember that before this, before this, some stuff really happened. You know, things like that. And then, like, I don't know. Man. And, like, in, like, the last year, like, I had a few things, like, really hit on each platform to where, like, now it's just, like, just explosive growth. Like, there was times when, like, when, when something goes really viral on TikTok, it's like, the, it's like the tide that rises all the boats. Like, I can go back on days that I had a video do really well, and every single platform I have, Instagram, Spotify, iTunes, it doesn't matter which one, every single metric goes up when TikTok goes up. It's crazy how powerful huh. it is. It's insane. See, and I kind of had the not quite the same effect, but so I went viral on TikTok, mm-hmm. and I went from like 500 followers, and now I went up to like 100 and. 11,000 yep. followers now yep. and and it was just over a short period of videos mm-hmm. just started hitting yep and at one in particular and i had like 15 million views or something yeah but i never had and 
and I think this is why, but my Instagram never blew up, uh-huh. but I think it's because I didn't have it listed on my on my TikTok up until recently. Yeah. Yeah. So people probably couldn't find it. But I yeah. wish I would have because tick or uh I'm sorry, Instagram is such a harder platform to grow. It's it's crazy I mean, hard. Compared to like TikTok. Yeah. I mean, I'll give you an example. Really like hard. there was some nights so I, I feel there was some nights I would stream on Reddit. This is before like I was doing lives on TikTok. I hadn't even messed with that yet. And like let's say like most nights if, if I got on the cause like how Reddit works with the live streaming is that you can you have a chance to get in the top spot of the streamers, which means you're on the front page of Reddit.com, which is one of the biggest websites in the world. And you can try to hold that. It'll let you hold it for almost an hour if you have a really good show. And so, like, you, that means you're going to have between 300 and a million viewers during that hour, which is crazy. Like, in total, not all at once, but in total. So you might have 20,000 concurrent viewers for an hour straight, which is insane. But, like, even on those nights, yeah. and this is me, like, the whole time I've got a sign behind me with my Instagram handle. I'm shouting it out. But I might gain 100 followers. It's just so difficult. You know, yeah. like, and it was, like, a grind to get, like, oh, cool, I've got 1,000. Now I've got 2,000. And I would celebrate, like, I'm like, this is awesome. You know, it's just very difficult to, to grow it. It really is. Whereas, like, TikTok might give you, like, yeah. like, there was sometimes when I would go viral, like, when I, the biggest video I ever had, like, there was like three days in a row where like I would gain between 20,000 and 50,000 followers in 24 hours, which would be like, like my phone literally, my phone literally felt like it had been sitting in the sun. It was, it was like vibrating. You know what I mean? (laughs) I was like, what is happening? You know? Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think that's all like lessons learned too, because I had a couple of things that hit before that, not on TikTok, but I didn't have the infrastructure. Like you were saying, like I didn't have the infrastructure set up, ready to receive all the traffic. I didn't have a funnel for them to go to. Right. And so I feel like the way things happened has been a, a real blessing because I was able to learn a few like lessons from some hits and misses and be like, okay, well, next time this happens, now I'm definitely going to be ready. And I think that that is what helped sustain it. You know what I mean? And like propel it farther is because I'm like, okay, cool. Like I've got stuff, I've got discord set up, I've got this and that and blah, blah, blah. And I'm, I know where to send people and, Blah blah blah. So that's a long answer to your question, <laughs> but but that's like that's kind of no. you know the the biggest lesson I learned was just to be ready to receive that like viral traffic so that you can you can just keep them you can keep them you want because you want for a musician you want you don't want just listeners you want fans you know what I mean and so like that's how you right. that's how you get them you know you just got to be ready to receive it and I wasn't expecting it at all so you know kind of like what you were saying mm-hmm. I wasn't. I wasn't ready for anything to go viral. I didn't really even know that much about how the TikTok algorithm or any of sure. that, that, anything like that, how it worked. Yeah. So when I posted that video, I didn't expect to get that many views. It just like all of a sudden, the same thing. My phone just kept going off and off and off and <laughs> off and off. Yeah. And I was like, what, what is, what, what the hell? Like, uh-huh this video, like this is what they want to see. Like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's super crazy. And, and now that I'm doing this podcast and and I'm speaking to people who have been successful on on social media and and businesses outside of social media, mm-hmm. it's just really helped me also prepare for that, you know. Yeah, and, yeah. And just in case that ever happens again, I will be ready as well, you know. And now I have my podcast blowing up more than my TikToks blowing up, mm-hmm. but I've been spending more time doing my podcast and I have creating content for, for TikTok. But, um, all in all, I mean, it's just, it's crazy, man. I never thought I would be a social media guy. Yeah. I was kind of like, eh, it's cool to keep in touch with family and friends, yep. but that's all it was for me. And now it's turned into like my pastime activity and in a small business really, yeah. you know? Yeah. I mean, it, but isn't it funny how, especially when you're creating something like it does take a lot of like, like you mentioned friends and family and stuff like that. And I have a very supportive, a great support system, but it's like anytime you're going to create something of yours and like put it out there, like it's a real thing, you know, you're kind of man, you're like kind of manifesting it like, oh yeah, like I'm starting a podcast or I'm doing this or I'm doing that or I'm an artist or I'm doing this. Like there's, there's like always like a, people will line up around the block to tell you what you can't do. Like there are no shortage of right. people that will just like, they will, they'll knock on the door to be like, no, I mean, do you realize what the chances are that you could actually blah, blah, blah. And, uh, anyways, it's just, it's just amazing. Like for good or like, I know that TikTok 
and Instagram and the whole social media thing can have its negative sides, obviously, but the power of like, it's never been a better time. What I'm trying to say is there's never been a better time to be like an independent, like creator of whatever the thing is that you do, that you enjoy, because like, you know, there's an audience for you. Just, you just gotta, like I had a, a recording artist um, who you would totally know, like I was kind of giving me some advice and she said, you know, like there's somebody out there waiting for your song to be their favorite song. You just have to go find them. And like the internet makes that so much easier than like what it would have used to been. We had to go play 500 nights, you know, in a row to find that one fan, you know, where he's like, it's, it's amazing. Yeah. It's, in, it's amazing how fast things can happen for you. Like with, with this kind of stuff. Yeah, it truly is. And I think to go along with the people who will bring you down saying that you can't make it, you know, there's just as many that, and this was kind of my fear when I first started, I, I shouldn't say fear. It was more of a worry. Then I grew to the point where I just didn't care. Like people, you know, you're, you and I, we're the same age. Yep. And to see a 30, you know, at the time I got on 35 year old yeah. on TikTok being crazy and stupid. Sure. It's like, you know, how many, how many people I'm sure. Cause the way I do I'm, music, I mean, you're in, you're in good hands with me. I'm just on there create recreating these movie scenes and being a goofball and it's yeah, like sure. how many people are looking at me like dude you're an adult you're a grown adult yeah. man like what are you doing but then i just was like you know what i live once man why i don't care that's like, exactly what, it if you're doing what you what, what doing does what it you matter enjoy, to you yeah you like know? if you enjoy it like yeah and, and i think there's i was t i was talking to somebody about this like it's so funny you mentioned that like not even two hours ago i was talking to a streamer friend of mine who does a lot on she does a lot on twitch and um we were saying that there's like, you know, we're both like, we're both like 30 somethings, you know, and she's doing music as well. And there's something to be said though, because like, yeah, like, like I love, like I have a pretty broad audience range. I'd say maybe like from like, I don't know, 17, 18 up to like, I don't know, even like people in their fifties or whatever, because of the style of music that I play and write. But like, it's really mm -hmm. wonderful to have some supporters that are very established in their life too. Like that can be like big supporters because not everybody's able to support you financially, but like you need those kind of people that are able, like they want, they really believe in what you're doing and they'll like support you in a big way because they're established. And so like, you know, as soon as I think we, yes. we, we try to think of like, especially if you're like entertaining or whatever you want to call it or an influencer or whatever that like you age out of it and you definitely don't age out. You just have to find your rhythm, like find what works for you. You know, because you need like you need the young followers, just like you need the the people that are a little more mature or older. You need you need the whole the whole set to make it work. You know, so I, I try right. not to ever discount that. I'm like, you know what? Like, it'll find who it needs to find. I just you're gonna do my thing. You know, right? Well, and now my thing is with it kind of blowing up the way it has, it is presented not only new incredible friendships yeah absolutely but also new and incredible opportunities you know i'm uh just some of the stuff that i'm getting i'm able to do now and being offered to do is just incredible and and i don't feel that my following is that huge yeah. but i i think it's just only going to get better and bigger as i grow and so really for you my question is what opportunities has social media brought to you thus far with your music in the last two years? It's like, it's almost immeasurable because of like, you know, everything kind of starts somewhere. But like, for example, like n this month, I was going to say next month, but it's May already well, as well, when we're talking. So like I write, I'm a singer songwriter as well. And like, I have like, I'm super honored that I got invited to come play like the Bluebird Cafe in Nashville for the first time on May 26th. It's a really big oh, deal wow. in Nashville. Like you, you can't just go play there. Like you either have to open mic for like months and months or you have to be like an invited guest. And so how that happened is there's a, a guy, his name is Kevin Mack. He's like a hit songwriter. He's written tons of hits. And he just found me on social media through the stuff that I'm doing. And called me up and said, man, I'd love to like, you know, write with you sometime. Or And we, we established a friendship. We've written songs together. And then because of that, like I'm, I'm going down to Nashville at the end of this month to play at the Bluebird. Like I've done all kinds of like interesting things like that. I've met so many cool musicians and even just like people that like, I don't know, like, like, like there's just such a wonderful, like you said, like I met a lot of really great friends who are like 
share some of the same passions I do, like for music, but also people that aren't even in music that just we've met through like this, like weird creator, you know, world that we're in. And I've gotten to do like some really neat, like sponsored stuff and some in-person, like I've done a lot of private events for some really cool people. And I don't, I don't know. It's, it's just like, it's just amazing. Like, like I got to perform <laughs> because of like how things had grown on Reddit. This was, when was this? 2021. I performed for Reddit's big, like corporate, like holiday thing and they like paid me to like perform at there wow. and i was like it was like this cool full circle moment because i had like man i started i was one of the first people on that platform doing the live streaming stuff and then i was like anyway anyways it's just like stuff like that it just brings me a lot of joy because it's like people i would never have met outside of this and because of one thing or another we write songs together and even like a couple like the 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 song that i have it's called happy with myself that has the most uh, Spotify streams of any song I've released. That is a result of a TikTok video of this. My friend Jake Fine huh. put like a guitar lick out there, and I emailed him. I was like, "Dude, like, I've been I have these lyrics, but I've been missing like the hook or whatever, and I think this would fit." And we wrote the song together. We produ- he produced it, and it just. It's, anyways, it would have never happened had I not like met that person through that video, you know. So it's just really cool stuff like that. Yeah. It- so cool man i mean that's that's incredible and that's that's what i'm saying like opportunity 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 man like it's just that's why i i i think i got to that point because of this of not caring what people thought right that's about right what i was doing yeah. because it's like well you know you kind of said that i shouldn't be doing this but look what it's given me like it's one of those things you know and it's it's no matter if you're doing music if you're acting or whatever it is like people will laugh at you and say oh that's too hard of an industry to break into but then if you have the drive and you have the want and you actually can accomplish it and if it happens what are those people going to say oh i knew it all along i knew you were going to be something i knew it's like yeah you know they turn full circle every time i've had i've had lots of interesting conversations like that (laughs) because like you know like uh like one time is a very like well-intentioned person that i've known like for many many years and they're like wow like you know man you just got like you are really like one lucky son of a gun and i was like hold on now i was like yeah like i did have some things go crazy i was like but before that before i had the first like really viral video i had done 296 live shows 296 live shows for two hours at a time slowly growing my base 50 followers at a time 100 followers at a time and not that that's like anything special but what i'm trying to say is that there's no substitute for the work you know and i feel like you know you kind of make your own luck sometimes with that stuff you know like you have to be present Mm -hmm. to win right you got to be present to win so if you dream about it be about it you know just be there just do just do and the people that love to talk to you about like what's not possible they're not doing anything except for like watching you and like whatever so you just do your thing you know and and it's a real joy when yeah some of those people come back around and it's like wow that's amazing good for you man i always knew you could do it i'm like all right cool (laughs) you know (laughs) whatever you know (laughs) (laughs) yeah no and i agree with that 100 percent. and you know another thing with tiktok and it's so i have only gone live a handful of times because i'm not really looking to go live i'm not really i don't really have something that i want to go live for unless it's sharing some information sure so my audience is never that it's never that big because i just don't do it enough but in that same sense you know i know i've talked to people it's like well yeah i i've only gone i've gotten on live and at the beginning you know i was only i had one person or two people and now i have thousands and thousands of people and it's just, you know, that goes along with what you were saying, how you live streamed, you know, 296 times or whatever for two hours at a time. It's like you have to just be persistent. You have to put mm-hmm. in the work and you have to keep going and going and going. And if eventually the audience will come, yeah. I mean, it, it, it just it's all part of the work. And it's I used to work with people in in movies and and I've, I've met a lot of musicians and it's like, yeah they would say my first performance was at a bar in front of three people Mm -hmm. and you know, and it's like, and then you just continually grow from there and you just have to keep trying. It doesn't matter if you're a stand-up comedian and you bomb a show, 
you still you get over it. You still have to wake yep. up the next day and try again because if you give up, you'll never make it. And it's all about that hard work, like you were saying. It is. I I, I think I was listening to this. Um, I think it was Steve Harvey was on this podcast I was listening to, and he was talking about the importance of like performing every time like the most important person that you could ever meet is in the room because I, I think it was Steve Harvey, but he was doing a, a comedy show somewhere and there was like a, you know, it was a dead crowd, like maybe a 10th of the capacity, a handful of people there. But one of the people that there was this producer and ended up, that's how he ended up getting his TV show was because the right person was there and he still did his best show you know, he just performed like, like, and I, I would say that obviously not to that level, but I've had some shows that I thought were like, oh man, like traffic was so down. It didn't really feel that good, but like maybe somebody was there that like reached out and we were able to work together on something. And if I wouldn't have gone live at that time, or if I wouldn't have done this thing or this event or whatever. So I don't say yes to every single thing, but I try to say yes to a variety of things because you know, you just never know who you're going to meet or, or what thing you might learn from other people. Like I've learned so much. I'm, I mean, I'm sure you, you probably times 10 of what I'm saying, but like every time I talk to a, another creator that is having some success in this field or whatever there is they're doing, I feel like, man, like I'll learn something new today. I'd never knew that. And I learned something brand new that I can use, you know, a hundred percent every single time. And that's one of my favorite parts about having this podcast is getting to meet all these people and learning yeah. something new and something new about, uh, you know, a different part of the world or just the person in general. It's just, it's so cool mm-hmm. and it's so interesting to me and it really motivates me to keep going. For you sure. Know? And uh, you were another one of those. And, and so I have, I've had like people in the past that have almost basically said no to this podcast because, you know, I was just getting started. Mm-hmm. They didn't know much about it or they had, had been on a podcast before that the people just completely didn't know what they were doing and they were just bashing them and like just being rude. And, and, uh, but they gave me a chance. And now some of those guys are like my closest friends as far as like the whole TikTok world goes. And, um, I mean, big creators, I mean, millions of followers and we're, we're actually, uh, a, a few of us were doing a live show at, a big orient at the big oriental theater here in denver in july so and it's cool, just man. like you know those guys are flying out yeah to to come out and and be on the show with me and support me and i'll be supporting them it's just it's so cool how we can it's a all beautiful just thing for sure come together after yeah it really is man truly and is. there's the thing is like there's so much and, there's so much space for like all of uh, all of it to exist simultaneously and i think that maybe I don't know. Maybe that's another thing that came from this like COVID thing was that like, I felt like it opened a lot more people up to like the fact that like, yeah, like I can like, sometimes people would be very averse to collaborating or helping each other in some way because you're like, Oh man, but like, what if they take this segment of my, whatever it is. And I, I really have never seen that happen. I've only ever seen, you know, these like positives of like, where like, man, like there's no shortage of people to enjoy multiple things. Like it's totally okay. And it's a, I mean, sometimes you might find somebody, okay, that was cool, but I, I don't know if I could work with that person a lot, but a lot of times you'll find people that like, sure. just like you said, like you're, Hey, you got people flying out to do a show for your live pot. Like that's so cool. That's so cool. Yeah. It's, it's been such a, such a blessing. And, and that's why I was so interested to hear what opportunities social media has brought you mm-hmm. because it seems like, Anybody I talk to is just completely changed their yes. life in most most of the time a positive way. Like I have met a few people that, you know, we're all going to get trolls, right? right of course. Anybody that has any success on social media is going to have trolls. And in my opinion, and this is just my opinion, when you start getting trolls, that's when you know you've made it mm-hmm. because people will uh, <laughs> continue to bash you because <laughs> of their lack of, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, I, yeah, I mean... So, it, it, yeah, they, they, they're going to be there <laughs> no matter what. You just can't like mm-hmm. you can't let it like control. I mean, you know, I I, uh, I think sometimes like the, pe- the people that are like whatever you want to call them, fans or followers or the viewers, sometimes they'll get more upset than I do if something gets said. And I'm just like, just don't even don't even respond to it. Just, it's, it's OK. Like I'm I've, I've seen it at this point. I've seen it all before. It's totally fine. You know, let's just move on, you know, but that's just part of the territory. Yeah. 
But it's at yeah. least at least for me, so, it's been the exception, not the rule. Like most people, have been amazing. Was your family a very uh, musical family uh, when you got into music, or did you kind of develop this love for music on your own? Yeah, my my dad is very musical. My mom loves music. Um, my sister is an amazing. I have an older sister, Laura, and she's an incredible piano player, like incredible. And my younger brother, Patrick, plays the violin as well. He's an excellent musician. And we had, you know, we had a lot of music in our community and family. Like my, my dad's side of the family, especially like lots of singers and stuff like that and instrumentalists. And then my mom always tells me my um, grandfather who passed away before I was born, like was, was really known for his ability to like, like be at a party. He could walk up to any instrument and just play and improvise and make people laugh. And so... I don't know. I feel like maybe a little bit of that, like he gave me some of that gift, you know, through the bloodline a little bit, like, cause I, I love doing that kind of stuff too. So definitely was always around music, like always around music, you know, from the time I was a really young kid. I have to imagine like Christmas at your house has to be absolutely yeah, amazing. Right? It's awesome. Like, yeah. You guys probably all like sit around we and do. play instruments and sing. Like that is so cool, man. We, we, we literally would do. love to be a part of that. That's we, so cool. we have like the, my parents That's, for over 30 years, their big tradition has been like they have this huge Christmas party at their house. And my mom's side, I'm half Lebanese. So my mom's side, especially, is a huge family. Like I grew up knowing like my third and fourth cousins because of like that culture, you know? Um, and so, mm-hmm. and my dad has a big family too. So let's say like this is just family, right? Maybe a few very close family friends, but let's, there'll be over a hundred people at my parents' house on Christmas. And like the main like little foyer, like main room area, there's like a little baby grand piano that my parents had got my sister when she was, you know, like 16 or something. And it's still at their house. And it's so cool, man. People are like sitting all up the stairs. The the dining room and living room are full of people and everybody's just kind of gathered around. And so usually like we've got guitars and pianos and violins and like people, just different groups of people take turns coming up and like grabbing the mic and singing songs. And we also, it's crazy. It's so funny. You said that because that's, that's one of like our biggest family traditions is like the big Christmas party on the 23rd. And like, we just do like, you know, so much music and it's just all family and it's, it's really amazing. It's so cool. I think that is that. Yeah. That would be so cool. I've always, I've always wanted something like that. Like to go, whether it was my family or somebody else's family and go to a house and it's just, it's just everybody just hanging out, playing music, singing, having fun. I just think that would be absolutely amazing. So good for you guys. I think that's great. (laughs) That's, that's awesome. It's what it's all about. That's so cool. For sure. (laughs) Yeah. Now you have, uh, you have any shows coming up other than that one, um, in Nashville, you going on tour anytime soon. Yeah, I do have another one, uh, May 14th at this, uh, in like Asheville, North Carolina, uh, at the Leaf Global Arts Festival. So hmm. I entered a, a talking about persistence. I entered this like national songwriting competition. This is the third year in a row I entered. I almost did a not this time. And we were on vacation with our kids in Florida. And it was like the last day to enter. And we're sitting by the pool or whatever. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to like drop three songs in there. What the heck? I'll do it one more time. And I, and of course, like I, so this year I'm, I'm one of the top eight finalists in the country. And so the eight of us are going to be, wow. be singing on the stage at this global arts festival in Nashville. Um, and then, you know, there'll be like a person that's picked as like the, the winner or whatever from that. And they'll come back in October as a, as a featured performer for another festival, but it's a really cool experience. I'm super honored to do it. So that's May 14th and May 26th are my live in person dates right now. Also, I'm traveling for a couple of like private events this year. Um, and maybe another one potentially out in California. So, and I'm hoping to do more like live shows as well. And I stream, I mean, I stream on like Twitch and TikTok, et cetera, uh, three to four days, three, either three or four days a week. So usually around like nine Eastern standard time on like Tuesday, Thursday, and Sunday are my big days. And then I usually do like a random Friday or a random Monday or something like that. I'll do another day, but that's, that's, uh, yeah, I try to be pretty consistent with that. It's a, it's a huge, it's a huge uh, thing for me. So it's been good. Yeah. And people listening, um, your tag name is, uh, Philip Bowen music Yep, on TikTok, right? Yep. TikTok pretty much everywhere. Okay. Phil- and is, that, is that across the board? Yeah. So it's just Philip with one L Philip Bowen music pretty much everywhere, except for Twitter. It's like Philbo 55 or something. I couldn't change it. So somebody, some random person had it and it's like an inactive account. So I, I couldn't use it, but it's Philip Bowen music pretty much everywhere. And then it's just my name. 
like if you want to hear my stuff on Spotify or iTunes or whatever, it's just like my name, Philip Bowen. You can you can find me out there. Okay. Yeah, and I actually have a really good buddy that lives out in Asheville, uh, North Carolina, and I'm gonna have to tell him to check out your show, man. It's in front of a live audience. Yeah, right? yeah. It's it's uh, in front of a live audience in this like uh, it's a really cool venue. It's like on this on these fairgrounds, and it's like an old like this huge old barn, but they've got like seats, like a, like it's almost like a listening, st- listening room style venue. So they've got like all these seats, like there's seats everywhere. And there's like these like big, like banners and tapestries hanging down from there. It's really cool. It's very like, it's very like Appalachian hippie kind of a vibe, you know? So it's cool. It's very cool. Yeah. I'll have to let him know and yeah. uh, I'll send him your way and maybe you'll get to meet him. He's a really cool for guy. Sure. For sure. And I'll just tell him, you know, let him know that I, uh, he's friends with me and let you know that, so that you know who he Heck is, yeah, not man. Some, some weirdo coming up to you. That's absolutely, it's all right. That'd be fun. <laughs> yeah. Well, cool, man. So I have some uh, lightning round questions. Yeah. Uh, they're just basic questions to kind of get to know you a little bit better, if that's cool. Love it. Love it. Let's do it. All right. What is your favorite movie and your favorite TV show? <sighs> okay. Oh, man, that's really tough. So movie, I know this is cliche, but I really love The Godfather. I love The Godfather. It's one of my favorite movies of all mm-hmm. time. Classic. So let's do The Godfather. And then TV show... Man, I love The Office. The Office is so funny. And I don't know. So good. Like, Curb Your Enthusiasm is so good. Like, for comedy stuff. And then, um, oh, man, I don't know. I'm, like, drawing blanks. I'm, like, I'm such a, yeah, I don't know. Office is probably my number one all time. Like, I love it. It's so good. It's one of those shows I can watch anytime. And just, and I've been going through Ozark right now, too. Ozark's been really awesome. So I've been enjoying that lately. Yeah, I need to start that. I need to start Ozone. It's good. It's very dark. It's very, it's not like, it's not like a feel good watch. You know what I mean? So you gotta be in the right frame of mind to watch it for sure. Okay. And how about your favorite kind of food? (sighs) Food? Either like Lebanese food, because that reminds me of like my mom and grandma and stuff like that. Or I don't know, man, just like good, like a, like a, a good, like Southern style biscuit is like my favorite bread on earth. Like if, you know, like if I could have like a Southern biscuit with like an eggs and bacon every day for breakfast, I would not complain. I would not complain at all. So you're right. Probably like, probably like, I don't know, like, like Southern food, soul food or like Lebanese food for sure. And what, and what is uh, Lebanese food? Like what, what, what is, it, what kind of food is it? That? would remind you it's like Mediterranean style. Like it, it, it's probably closest cousin is like Greek style food. So like it's very fresh, like lots okay. of like hummus, like, really good salads, like grilled meat, you know, lots of like seasoned bread and cheese and dips and stuff like that. So it's, it's pretty healthy, you know, for the most part. And it's like, you know, like I said, if you've had Greek food before, not exactly similar, but it will be like kind of close to what you might be expecting. Cool. And if you could live anywhere in the world, where would you live? Man, anywhere in the world. Dang. I don't know, man. I love, I love like warm weather. And I love like being near the water. So I don't know, maybe somewhere, maybe like some coastal town, like in Southern Spain, you know, we're just like tropical climate all year, nice and mild and warm or like near the mountains. So like, I love West Virginia. I love being in the mountains. So like West Virginia, the Carolina is just like in the mountains where it's like, doesn't get too cold, but you still have all the seasons near near like water of some sort like near like a big lake or a river or something like that sure yeah and i'm here in colorado so we've got the mountains taken care yeah, of man. but i'm over the cold weather dude me too sure. <laughs> I, I, i'm not from michigan like my wife's family's all like from here but like i we've been up here like i don't know like i said i think it's been like six years or so and I, it was originally for like a work thing so i am so ready i would move back down south like to, I mean, nothing against michigan but like for, I'm not used to it. It's not my thing. Like the cold is not my, especially like how long the winter lasts here. You know what I'm saying? Just like, I'm sure you, it's colors the right. same way. Like I'm so ready to just like, cause before this we lived in, my wife and I both went to college, like in Tampa Bay, Florida. So we got married in like Tampa Bay. We were like, you know, we lived in Florida for a long time and I really miss it. Especially this time of year. I like the beach. I'm with you hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent. Now, when it comes to driving, are you a slow driver or a fast driver? I'm a fast driver, for sure. I don't think I'm like, you know, once you have kids, like it kind of gets, you know, you're way more careful. (laughs) But like, I definitely always, I always feel like I'm in a hurry when I'm driving somewhere. Not in a lot of things in life, but I just want to get where I'm going. You know what I mean? And then what is your favorite genre of music? (sighs) Oh, mercy. I don't know. Well, 
it's for me it's for me it's gotta be like the whole like it's i write in that style too that whole like kind of singer songwriter especially like americana folk kind of like that rootsy not not necessarily like pop country but like you know like maybe like roots country if it's if it's anything like that where it's like you're, you're using like like violins and banjos and mandolins and stuff like that almost like a bluegrass vibe but like i don't know maybe americana or like folk is probably my favorite but I'm I'm very eclectic, man. I also like love I love hip hop. I love all different kinds of stuff. But like my favorite is probably that kind of like Roots Americana style. Okay, cool. And how about are you a go out to eat or stay home and cook kind of kind of person? Um, with with young if the kids are in the mix, let's just stay home. We'll cook something. You know, we'll get takeout. Everybody, especially mm-hmm. we have little kids, so it's much more fun for everybody that way. Um, but like, I don't know, like my wife, we like I love like trying new things. Like honestly, like I love Asian food so much. Any kind, like Korean food, Japanese food, whatever. And I'll if I go out to eat, I like to like do something that you can't like necessarily make yourself at home. So most nights we cook here. Though. Like I love to grill and and cook and stuff. My wife's a great cook, so. You know, probably having probably having people over, awesome. having people over. You know, okay. And how old are your kiddos? So I have three, and they're eight and five and two. Oh wow, yeah, yeah. the fun ages. Yeah, the fun ages. <laughs> it is like like it's um, yeah, like it's uh, <laughs> it's felt like because they're still like so little where like everything can be kind of like still have like the big imagination. You know, like they're like we can do almost anything and have a good time. Like, let's go find sticks at the park. Yes, let's do that. We can have fun doing anything, you know? So yeah, it's like, we, we just, we just, we just have tried to like enjoy every stage, you know, like they're only two ones. And all of a sudden you're like, Oh man, like our oldest one who is eight. We're like, Oh my gosh. Like it just seems like it's too fast. It just goes so fast. Oh yeah. I know. You know? That's yeah, it's crazy. How about you? How, how old are your kids? So I'm in a combined family. I have nice four children biologically and then i have three stepchildren so we have seven total heck yeah you got a big crew (laughs) yeah that's awesome yeah so we've got uh 16 15 13 13 12 10 and 5 dude how big is your grocery bill like is it just Uh, like like all the all the (laughs) all the teenage like the 12 13 oh my gosh like yeah that's that's awesome man Oh, dude, it's a we challenge, but spend, it is joy. <laughs> yeah, we could spend four hundred dollars at the grocery store and be pretty much no. empty within the within yeah. like half the week. It's insane, <laughs> no doubt. No, even yeah. with like our kids' age, like we like we'll go on a, a trip or something. And we stayed in like a, a condo in Florida. We were there for a week, and when I went to Publix and got all these groceries. And I was like, "Wow, you got a lot, but I don't think it's going to be enough." And like by Wednesday, it was all gone. I was like, "Dang!" Like, yeah, like you said, like it's just kids just yeah anyways but it's uh they never exciting times they never stop exciting times <laughs> yeah now uh, uh real quick do they enjoy yeah. listening to you play music uh yeah they do like like the you know like even before all this like when i would always like be sitting around like playing my ukulele or guitar or violin or whatever and you know just like singing and playing and um so like they're they they enjoy that like like my i and now, like, it's, I think they're, like, I did this event in West Virginia in February. And this was the first time in my life, like, it was so surreal where, like, people were, like, stopping me and asking, you know, for pictures and things like that or, like, you know, just to talk about music. And, like, mm. <laughs> my kids were so, so, it was so weird. It was, like, so confused. And we were, it also happened once in Florida, which this is, you know, we were just playing at a park with our kids and this other family was there. And the other dad was like, hey, man, like, can I just ask you, like, are you a musician? And I was like, yeah. He's like, you know, Philip Bowen. I was like, yeah, that's me. And so he's like, oh, that's so cool, man. You know, we started talking about music and he wanted a picture. And I was like, all right, cool. Like, you know, but I'm very like private, like with the kids. Like, like so like if you notice like on my Instagram or TikTok, like not that I don't no judgment for anybody that does this, but I personally I don't ever put them on you know, my, cause they're so little, they don't have a choice. You know what I mean? So I don't like, right. I try to keep that like just me, you know? So I think like they, I don't know that they love the music part of it for sure. They really love it. Like they just like, they can hear me playing down here when I'm doing live shows and stuff like that. They're like, Oh, that's so cool, dad. You know? But, um, I don't know. I think it's just like a thing I do like for them. Cause they hear it all the time. Yeah, no, man, that's awesome. And 
I just have one more question for you. So Far who away. is your favorite TikTok creator? Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> I mean, I have, I have, I have lots. Um, I think I, you know, I got to give a shout out to my buddy, Jake fine. He's a really wonderful musician and producer and a good friend. Now we've worked on so many songs together. So I, I know him super well personally now too. Like, and we've, we've, we have collaborated on stuff that we, we both, you know, can reap the benefits of. So that's been, that's been very exciting. One of my favorite, like obscure, like funny creators who I've never met. And I don't know is there's this account called like tweak season. And it's this guy that just like walks around New York city and his videos are like 15 seconds long. And he just like says really funny things. I don't know if you've ever seen this guy or not, but like it's, I don't know why it's so funny to me. It's just like my, like kind of like mindless funny watch, but I like that guy's. He's a fun, really funny creator. Tweak season. Is that what you said? Yeah. Tweak season. Tweak season. Okay. I don't even know how I first came across it. I'll have to go check him out. But you know, (laughs) but I have, I don't know. It's hard to say because I have so many music friends on there now. So, you know, I love all you guys and I don't know, like, I, my, but like TikToks, I walk, I watch for just enjoyment. Like, it's really weird mm-hmm. because I use the app so much for, for like basically my livelihood and my music career. So like, it's almost like I look at it two different ways. Like, one is like with just music in mind, and it's hard to ever have that off my mind. And then another way is like if I want to just sit down with my wife and like watch funny TikToks or like, you know, food t- food talk is really. You can go like hours just watch people make like really good stuff and like oh we should make this we should make that so I like have to separate oh, it out, I know. you know we get so many ideas off of TikTok from and I mean a lot of them are like budget recipes you know what I mean like I, I've yeah. seen I yeah. I can't believe how many recipes I've seen that look delicious made out of ramen I mean <laughs> yeah. it's crazy yeah no doubt I was like man where was this at so, when I was like I used to like eat dry ramen in college man I like I wish I would have known some of these skills when I was right uh, in my college days for sure <laughs> yeah yeah I agree well man this has been so much fun and I really appreciate you taking the time and coming on with me this has been this has been better than I could have imagined and you are so talented awesome. and it's just been such a joy so thank you yeah dude I really, honestly really appreciate it and I'm glad that we got to connect and do this so I'm sure we'll see each other out there in the in the TikTok world for sure. Yeah, and I, I will. Uh, I have your email. <laughs> I'll send you my info, and we'll uh, we'll stay connected, man. Yeah, please do, please do, definitely send it to me. Okay, all right, man. Well, you have a good night, and uh, tell the family hi. For sure, same here. And uh, man, thanks again, and have a good one. See you later. Thank you. You too. Tick-tocking, a tick-tocking, tick-tocking with Kevin Hughes. Well, 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 what did you guys think of Philip Bowen? Told you, very amazing person, such a joy to talk to, just a great personality. And even better than that is his music talent. I'm telling you guys, you need to go check him out. So amazing, and you just get lost in his stuff. It's it's crazy, just so good. Philip Bowen music on TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, go look him up, guys. But I really love that you guys stuck around till the end, as always. And I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. And next week, I'll have another fantastic guest for you right here on TikToking. So if I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night.